Hey guys, be sure and check out the My Ambitions as a Writer blog where I, the Mrs. Morgan you know, Kate Morgan, shares my many opinions, stands with women everywhere, and stays rough and rugged addressing the mass public. Visit themorganyouknow.com slash blog. Enjoy! Yeah, we know podcast fans reach out to us at yeah, we know pod or yeah, we know pod at gmail.com. But now welcome to the yeah, we know podcast. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. Rod, what are you hot about today? Well, I'm hot about the fact that we had the women's tag team championship belts change hands for what reason exactly? I don't really know. I don't really know exactly what happened in that spot, Jimmy, as I stated before, I'm all for nostalgia, but my goodness that, I don't know. You're a, you're a more seasoned veteran here on the podcast than me and in our, in our newest member of the WWE universe who's going to be joining us here in a second, but that match looked a little sloppy to me. I'm sure we'll get into it. Speaking of, uh, what'd you say, senior WWE? Anyway, speaking of old people, old man Chris, Chris King, how are you tonight? What is up, fellas? Thanks for having me back. So let's get right into Raw here with the Women's Tag Team Championships changing hands. Um, When you are a wrestler and you wrestle three times a week for 10, 15 years, you got everything down. It's like riding a bike. But when you do, do get older, you need to cont- you need to get back in the swing of things a little bit more. And Lita, as I think we saw on Raw, needs a couple more house shows to get ready for WrestleMania. Uh, she's just not there timing-wise yet. You saw a lot of stuff that she was waiting on. She wasn't as crisp as she should be. And, and granted, she hasn't wrestled for a while. She's done a lot of other things. Um, I don't think this was the time to do that. I think this might have been a good time to maybe even get her pinned uh, by the party crashers there and set up something else down the road. Uh, but we didn't get that. Uh, we, you know, she can still do her her lead assault, which is nice. Um, actually, looked a lot better than I thought it was going to after watching that match. Uh, Chris King, uh, I know Rod's going to have a lot to say as well. But Chris, what are your thoughts about them? Because we all predicted that this would happen. That we we, we all predicted on our text thread <laughs> there was definitely going to be a title change last night on Raw. Chris, uh, what do you think about the match, and where do we go from here? Yeah, it really showed how much we knew, right? Um, listen, I'm I enjoyed it because I'm old. I remember when Lita and Trish were wrestling in their prime. I enjoyed that time frame of the WWE. So I enjoyed it. I do agree with you. I think Lita needs another match or so to really be in much better form for WrestleMania. I am surprised that they changed the belts, but there hasn't been much belt changing as of late except for well, really, uh, the U.S. title, and that's been in theory's hands for a while now, so they needed someone to lose a belt, and who better than the party crashes to lose? Rod. A lot of, a lot of botches, a lot of just sloppiness all around. Uh, Trish Stratus came back. Uh, people were kind of excited. Uh, where do you think this is going? I mean... We have three members of damage control, essentially, right? And we just reintroduced Trish Stratus. So then that leads me to believe that maybe you're thinking about some sort of a six-person match. Then why do the belts have to change hands? Then you could also convince me that every year around Mania, a belt will go to someone else because then it's going to change back at Mania and we just we need to have a changeover happen. But if we're to believe that the fall of the bloodline is upon us, the way that everyone else on this podcast continues to keep saying is going to happen at WrestleMania, and if you 
avid listeners have listened closely. I have not necessarily predicted that. I don't know. I still, I still might be willing to be the one man in America that goes out on a limb and thinks that, that the bloodline doesn't crumble at WrestleMania, but that's a discussion for another time. So if, if that all is happening, you don't need someone to take the belts back from Lita and Becky Lynch because I'm sorry, but I just don't see we have a long run of Lita through the spring and summertime doing shows with Becky Lynch, keep carrying the belts. So, you know, I just, I was really perplexed by it and I was really bummed that the match was just a big time, just kind of botch fest. And I understand why it was a botch fest and I ain't mad at Lita, but it just, it seemed awful forced and things with Triple H haven't seemed that forced for a while. Well, I think you saw a lot of Vince McMahon in this show as well, uh, giving some some thoughts and pointers. Um, I want to talk about the with, with Lita Lita needing some some warm up matches to go. Uh, Cody Rhodes had an unbelievable warm up match because that's what you need to do. The women's division needs a Chad Gable, and honestly, Chad Gable would probably be fantastic for that as well to get people ready because Chad Gable is one of the best wrestlers that we have. Um, he has his place, and he knows what his place is, and he's doing the best he can. Rod, I believe you're a big Chad Gable fan, mostly because your name right now is Chad Gable in our chat. Um, but I believe I also called him Mr. Monday Night Raw with his partner, yeah. Otis, because the Alpha Academy, like you said, Jivy, is just game to do what you need them to do, and they have good matches every time they do it, especially Gable. He's such a tactician in the ring, and he's powerful enough that you believe any of the moves as well. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I just think that those are the people that you need. Now, Otis is going to be on the maximum male models to see what happens there. Uh, you know, who knows? But uh, Chris King. Otis uh, has a you... good track record messing with the ladies, though, right? We get some fun storylines with Otis and the ladies. He had the whole Mandy he, Rose he, he thing does. for a while. She who shall not be named. Yeah, Mandy Rose That's and Trump. Otis. Sorry. Don't, don't come at me, WWE. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, we just got a, we got a flag, Chris. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. Yeah. No, it was by far a match of the night, and it was a spectacular match at that. Those two guys are great wrestlers. It reminded me of an old school type of match. It was a lot of chest slapping, grappling, suplexes, super suplexes, inverted suplexes, <laughs> power bomb. I mean, it was crazy. The Cody cutter off the rope. It was insane. It was great. I loved every minute, especially Cody helping Otis find his lady friend up in the stands. And then of course, uh, Cody mentions that he and Roman Reigns have not been in the ring at the same time. And that will be happening very shortly. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Is anybody going to uh, wrestle on SmackDown on Friday, Jimmy, with all this no. other stuff they're settling up? My, and my see, and that, and that, that's again, is, is Vince talking? Is Vince talk? Is Vince making some things? Because as we said, this Lesnar almost thing is happening. That was a crappy segment. Oh my oh. God. Was that a long segment for no oh. reason? You knew what was going to happen. From the day one, that is a Vince McMahon segment because uh, he loves, you know, sp he loves throwing up or spitting in people's faces. He loves giants. Um, I don't under I mean, I get that not every match can be five stars, guys. I get it. I understand. Even on WrestleMania, you got to have some uh, some junkyard dog Harley race matches. OK, uh, from back in the day, Chris, you'll remember that one. I believe you did just take a shot. 30th birthday party there. No, not even shots, but. This is going to be a three-minute match that no one really cares about. This segment was three times as long as that match is going to be, Chris, and I, I did not like it at all. Yeah, no, that whole segment was just trash, really. I mean, it, and you're right, it lasted, what was it, 22 minutes maybe, and it lasted 21 minutes too long for the most part. It was just it was just bad. The, the one little 
stint that I did enjoy was the Muscle Man dance. That was the first thing that I really actually laughed and enjoyed that Bray Wyatt's done. Oh, Rod, talk about that. No, I don't want to talk about okay. that because here's the thing. I think I <laughs> made a solid promise mouth. on this. Right, exactly. Bob, it's just it's tough when we give Bob too much of a microphone. All right. It just it's tough when we give Bob too much of a microphone. If we're doing the hurt business, let's get the hurt business back together so that MVP can talk for Bob Lashley and he doesn't have to do 20 minute segments with Brock Lesnar. Okay. But I also Jimmy said that I didn't want to talk about Bray Wyatt. Unless he wrestles, he had a decent match, but let's not go crazy at Royal Rumble. And then we haven't seen him wrestle anybody since. So, I mean, until he wrestles somebody again, Bray Wyatt, do your funhouse games because why not? And we have found out who the host of WrestleMania is going to be, and he is the Miz. Vince McMahon is doing a lot with creative guys. Just, I'm just letting you know that right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't really care. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be kind of a, a, a nothing, but I think he's going to get hurt by somebody. Listen, it's just transitioning the Miz into the second phase of his career, where he will just no longer be wrestling, and he will just be basically a mouthpiece and manager, and you know, secondary, tertiary, fiftyary, if that's even a word, figure in the in the WWE. Uh, we thought that Edge and Balor were going to have a match at Mania. It looks like they are going to have that match after the uh, the Bloodline did. I sort of that missed that. Challenge. Are we getting any stipulations on that, Jim? Or are they just going to have a straight up match? We've got four weeks or four or five weeks to go. I think we'll continue to see what's going on with that. I would assume there'd be something uh, that comes up on that one because it's just kind of random to have those two just wrestle uh, at, at yeah. Mania. Uh, but I do want to talk about the bloodline a little bit here. They are still moving along with the storyline. You know, where's what's Jay going to do? Uh, they had an OK match. It was not as good as I thought it was going to be against the Street Profits. But really, th- this match was to set up Kevin Owens coming in, breaking things up and saying, I don't need any help, which, of course, will lead to him needing help from Sami Zayn uh, to then go to Mania to get those tag team champions. Uh, Rod, are you still, uh, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier, you're still uh, on board with the Hurt Business, or not the Hurt Business, the Bloodline staying uh, together? I just, we're going to break the Bloodline up for Cody and for Kevin and Sami, right? That's, that's, that's what we're breaking them up for, and then, okay, then fine. I don't know. I just seem to think, you know, I believe it was... Uh, I, Chris, you have to help me with this one, but who's saying you don't know what you got till it's gone? Was that Cinderella? Was that Rat? Who was that in the 80s that had that song, right? Like, here's what I think we're going to feel about the bloodline, right? Is we're all had fun when we sat around and talked about what the end of the bloodline might look like. And then when the bloodline actually ends, I think we're going to be awfully wistful and be like, man, you know what was cool? The bloodline, right? Like, I just think that like we're wishing for the end of the bloodline for an absolute white meat old school baby face okay i don't want to seem like i'm trashing cody Rhodes, but if that's the way that i need to start going i will because i want to get some alarm bells raised here okay in a new world of professional wrestling in a world where you just had the character roman reigns has played was your champion for two years we're gonna end all of that and turn it over to this guy who was as old school as professional wrestling gets color me a little bit skeptical on that all right and then how long are we keeping Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn together for maybe possibly one of the best tag teams that's ever been at it in the WWE? I don't know. I was riveted by the end of SmackDown, right? I don't know what they're going yeah. to do. That's what I find cool about it. And let's not wish for the end of it because I'm still riveted every time they come on my screen. 
Those were some great promos. Sami Zayn is really hitting hitting his stride and continuing that. And I we'll see where it goes. I mean, we think we know where it's going. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. I'd kind of like to have them stay where they are. I do want to mention uh, Johnny Gargano as well. Uh, it was kind of interesting as as we were watching this uh, Twitter uh, on Twitter. Uh, somebody said really doesn't get talked about enough how Gargano is terrible. Hashtag Raw. Well, Gargano replied to him. And it said, well, since you use the hashtag, it came up in the For You tab. So thank you for that, which I thought was funny. Uh, but this is the same guy who tweeted Gargano 10 years ago about some advice randomly. And Gargano gave it to him. And Gargano had his receipts and showed him that advice. Um, so I just think that's kind of interesting that uh, owning some people there. I don't know. It just came no, up. No, listen, that Gargano. is, but you know what you just did, Jimmy? You opened the door real quick for a thing we like to do on this podcast that we'll do just 45 seconds on real real quick, but we call it our mid-card check-in. Jimmy, how excited were you to see our guy, L.A. Knight, lose regular style in the middle of the ring to Kofi Kingston? Yeah, not great. Not great at all. Uh, I think you texted me on that, and you didn't even mention his name, I don't think. I knew what you were talking about. Uh, yeah. Um, everyone has their their role to play, and right now his role is not uh, to win matches, uh, unfortunately. I think he's got the look. He's good in the ring. Uh, he's got a great personality. He's got a catchphrase. I really don't see – maybe he's not as tall as they want him to be, but um, – you know, not everyone can win every match. I'm going to be positive on this one, Chris. Uh, what are your thoughts on L.A. Knight? I'm I'm still not sold. Wrong. I just, wrong. I'm, just I'm just not yet. But that's I just haven't seen enough of him. Um, he did have he did he did impress me in that Bray Wyatt match. I think he was the most impressive thing about that Bray Wyatt match. Um, but he doesn't move the needle for me yet. What I really want to see is Rod's boy Boogs. I want to see more of that guy. <laughs> Doesn't no, everybody, no, no. baby? You know Boogs and Elias are fighting at WrestleMania. Oh, they have to. They have to fight at WrestleMania. Guitar on a pole match uh, for that. So, uh, WrestleMania card is basically where it was last last week, um, with not really any changes. We got Seth and Logan Paul. That's going to happen for sure. Uh, now that Seth uh, FaceTimed him. That segment probably went on a bit long as well. A tad, a tad long. I did like at the very end of Raw after the cameras off, (laughs) Seth came out and uh, Becky Lynch and Seth hugged and they celebrated the championship when I thought that was pretty cool. And I guess we just kind of glossed over it, but Trish Stratus is back. She's going to probably wrestle at WrestleMania. I would assume in that six-person tag team match. Okay, sure. Let's go for it. Why not? I'm just right? going to say so. it still looks fabulous. Trish Stratus still looks absolutely fabulous. My goodness, I couldn't believe she still looked that good when she came running down of the ring. Uh, the years have been kind to Trish Stratus. Speaking of the years being kind, Chris King, what do you have for us before we head out? I'd just like to say Montez Ford continues to impress. Um the the of course we all saw what he did in the elimination chamber and he had another great match uh against uso and solo um he is becoming my new favorite mid-card guy i'd like to see him get a little bit more run as a solo act instead of part of the street profits and with that you have been listening to the yeah we know podcast part of the morning you knows podcast network you're in the ring with jimmy and rod 
Continuing my ongoing gimmick of liking to talk about the broadcasting team in the WWE, can we get a well-being check on Pat McAfee? We had a huge to-do about him coming down to the ring and calling the Royal Rumble, and then we've heard nada about Mr. McAfee. When is he coming back? Is he coming back? Or is he literally just going to show up and do main events? I don't know. Maybe somebody could uh, could put out a press release about the future of uh, the guy who gets maybe the third or fourth biggest pop of anybody on your roster in the WWE. I don't know. Just a little helpful advice from your guy, Rod. I think he's too busy being ruined by Brett Favre right now. But that's another story. He's going to go bankrupt. I'd imagine not. <laughs> Did you guys watch the real sports thing, man? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like they got farmed dead right. 